Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hey, Mallory, I've learned what a pre-roll is. What the heck is a Patreon? Well, a Patreon is a way for audiences to support artists and makers uh, whose content that they love with a monthly contribution to an account on Patreon.com. And for more information, you can go to SoHere.com slash Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and you'll be redirected to our Patreon page where we outline possible contributions you could make and rewards, and that's another way that you can support SoHere.com. Now on to the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we are back from Thanksgiving and back from the dead. Everybody had a virus or something or something. I think I still have my virus. I mean, nobody even got to be like in a really good food coma or anything because they were like not well enough to eat, overeat. Yeah, I kind of still feel like I'm going to die right now. Uh, but we just did. Uh, what did what fun thing did we do today, though, Mom? What did we do that was fun? Well, which fun thing? Good, <laughs> good question. Tell talk about one of the fun things we did. Our live broadcast, we did that. Yes, Is that we what did, you're talking about? We did our live broadcast in the Patreon group. Right. If you pledge to our Patreon and become a zigzag level member, you get a live broadcast once a month. The best Petey. thing about that broadcast, I would think, is you really get to see us make fools of ourselves once a month. Yes. It's just it's a totally self deprecating. It's a fun uh a fun place i almost feel like it's kind of an incubator because we've done i think about three live broadcasts now and two of them were a little bit more talky and one of them was sort of a a technique that we shared your dart yeah that's true your dart sewing technique so it's you never know what you're gonna get it's just a fun time and zd is on the live broadcast uh in fact today everybody thought we'd been drinking Yes. No, we were just having a good time. You'll know when we're drinking because we'll be asleep. We'll just be asleep. <laughs> and that's what I plan on doing after we record this podcast. <laughs> Alcohol is a depressant, and that is exactly how it works on Mallory and I. That's right. That's right. Okay, so this episode is a follow-up to one of our most popular episodes, I think. A lot of people, I 
uh, talk about it, that the Serger Stitches episode. Right. It's one of their favorites. And so I'm going to call this episode the Obscure Serger Stitches. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, Sergers continue to be sort of an obscure thing. Right. Even when you go into a store that's selling sewing machine, you know, there's many dealers that are not garment oriented. Uh-huh. So you'll see them using a serger to only finish, you know, the edge of a fabric or something. Right. Or you know, or like a quilt, you know, a quilt store. They're they they finish the edge of the fabric before they pre wash it. So they're using one stitch. Or also in quilting, generally, you're using one type of fabric. Right. Whereas in garment sewing, you can come up against just, you know, right. a huge range. And that's, I mean, we're talking about traditional quilting oh, sure, there. Sure. Not, not like, you know, art quilt or and something. It, does, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make the quilting or the practice of quilting bad or anything. It just... It's I, just different. I agree that when you say they are still kind of a mystery. I, I believe that there are people that are very, very well-versed in sewing machines and not versed in a serger, you know? I would agree. And, and not real interested for some reason. Like, I don't think they realize what a serger can really do. Well, and I'm very spoiled. I have grown up surging on the self-threading. Self, yeah, you have. Yeah, self-tensioning baby yeah. locks, which are really just amazing and user-friendly. And, you know, when somebody asks about sergers in the group, when we were smaller, I used to sort of be like, hey, you know, we like the baby locks. They are our favorites, and this is this is right. this. And now that we're so big in the group, someone else always gets to it before me. <laughs> well, or if someone asks about a serger that's not a self-threader, not an air threader, that's, you know, what about the I, – I have nothing to say. Yeah, and normally you – know, I, I let – Somebody who knows, yes. who who deals with it now. Yeah. Normally there's somebody in the group who's got that surgery right, or, right, or is somehow familiar with and it. And I'm glad about that too because when we were smaller, I was like, well, the only thing I can really say is I've taught people to use these other things. That's right. And, and they drive me crazy. I didn't have a very good time, you know, or whatever. But anyway, so surgers – in our last podcast where we talked about this, and it was July of 2016. And really? Now it's November, 2017, sorry. Oh, not okay. 2016. Um, <laughs> and it's November of 2017 now. Okay, so five months later, whatever. Actually, I guess this podcast comes out in December. Oh, yeah, because like two days from now is I was going to say, wait, it made it sound like we were really planning ahead there for a second <laughs> <laughs> instead of recording the podcast like – 48 hours before I mean, we before we it. know it, it's going to be a different year. <laughs> yes. In that podcast, I think we mainly focused on the three thread and four thread. Right. Basically, where you use those. Right. Those are they're, those are pretty much the most used stitches. And we talked about the three thread hem and the three thread rolled edge. Right. And, the, and then the four thread and things like that. And I... I do think it's very valuable information, but let's dig deeper into some of the more obscure serger stitches. Okay, before we get too obscure, sure. did we talk about the three-thread wide? I think we did. Okay. Because we talked about how it can be used to show off decorative Right, and thread. I consider that a decorative stitch, um, basically, or a stitch for the edge of, like a baby blanket would uh -huh. be a good um, thing to talk about. But uh, because... It's the toe catcher. 
We talked yeah. about. I think we did talk about. No, we, we talked we, about it being yeah. a toe catcher because you know it's got a long stitch length that wraps around the edge. Stitch width. Stitch width. So there's a there's a, a long length of thread that's going over the edge of the fabric. And I call it a toe catcher because if you were like, you know, trying to dry your feet with it or something, maybe your toe would get caught in it. I don't know. Well, And if you did that, if you finished the inside of a garment with it, your toe might get caught in it or your fingernail or something like that. Right, right. So if you don't know, ZD and I really love the three thread narrow. If you have ever paid attention to our Facebook group or other social media, we really like the three thread narrow. And we're actually... Uh, just about to release a video about the three thread narrow. So anyway, we're not going to talk about that today because we talked about it in the Serger Stitches episode. So go back and look for that one. You can search for it in your podcast app. The literal name of the episode is called Serger Stitches. <laughs> oh, and that, that's really hard to figure out. Yeah. Okay. But hey, let's talk about two thread serging, mom. Okay. And Ooh, okay. A lot is, of people don't do this. This is two thread on the overlock machine yes okay this was another distinction we made that maybe i should start off with here we're coming from a place of talking about a four thread baby lock serger it would be the imagine the enlighten the eclipse and really similar to a lot of other four thread sergers out there that you might have right you're probably able to do this um but there are some stitches where you can use just two threads right now, am I right, Mom, in saying that whenever you use a two-thread, you're going to engage that subsidiary looper? Absolutely. Okay. As far as I know, I've never done it any other way. It's what I'm looking at right, right. now on the quick reference guide. Yes. So, go ahead. So, it doesn't pass through the looper eye. Yeah, well... Yeah, and so it doesn't allow you, it doesn't allow the thread to go over the upper looper. It, like, blocks it because it doesn't allow it to go through yes. the looper eye. You don't use the upper looper, basically. Right. You're using your needle and the lower looper. Okay, yes. Okay, in order to make these stitches. Now, word of caution to you baby lock users, you're spoiled Hold on. Uh, right. You're spoiled and you're used to just threading this baby up with your presser foot up and going. There are a couple of things you need to look at when you thread for the two thread. Okay. You might go into a different tension disc or do something a little funny, but it's all there on your quick reference guide. But I remember one time trying to do this and I didn't pay attention. Like, you know. Right. I didn't look at the instructions. Right. It's a different path. Yes. It's a different thread path. It's not the, not the common path that you would take when... Um, Threading your needle. Right. Yeah. Because what you're actually doing is you're going through a different tension disc That's than right. normal because you need to come up with a different tension. So those of you who are not using a baby lock, you need to pay attention to your manual right. too because your tension settings will be very different for two thread surging. Now let's explain what the heck <laughs> you know you use two thread surging for. There is some edging, right? Uh-huh. There is a two thread do they call it a rolled edge? I'm trying um, to see. It might not be on that quick reference guide. What what two thread are you are we well, there, so, so there is a two-thread um, hem that you can right. do. A lot of people do this on really 
delicate right like knits or my knits. thought is so like a chiffon scarf there you go a chiffon scarf and so what is uh, this is like you know your big thing mom reducing bulk that's right that's right this is really about reducing bulk cuz you're only using so two you have a silk <laughs> chiffon scarf edge or you know him on an overlay on a dress or something you want it to float. You don't want it to get stiff. You, you're you trying not to change the character of the fabric, but you still want a hem. Right. And uh, and what thread would I use here? Some embroidery, I would machine use, embroidery thread. I would thread. probably use machine embroidery thread. Yes. Or cotton. Mm-hmm. You Something. know, the, the lightweight, what we used to call cotton embroidery thread. Or, I mean, if, gosh... I don't know. I, I know a dyer locally here. Yeah. He, this is how she finishes off her silk scarf yes, before she Yes, it is. I think she might use normal serger thread. She might even use... Some people use, use silk, silk thread. thread. Okay. Right. Now, there's nothing wrong. Because it would all die. You know. Right. L- well, she, she may want it. want it to be silk thread so that it dies the same. Right. Maybe that's what she used. That is... That, I think she uses silk thread. I think so. She, she might. Now, that's like a two-thread, like, rolled, okay? But you can also use the two-thread flat lock to get right. a blind hem, right? Yes. Okay. And people, the blind hem on the serger... <laughs> I feel like... It's and, not really blind. No. Yeah. And well, it's a, you know, it is. If, if you have like, sort of a puffy, bulky-type, gushy fabric or something, it is blind. And... On I know that on the baby lock, your fabric guide is adjustable right. on the blind hem foot, and right. it can make a huge difference. And whenever we taught guide class, we would go through this the six presser feet that would be in like the bonus pack, you know. And she's talking about the presser feet on the serger. On the serger. So in baby lock land, there are these bonus presser feet packs, right? And so we would go through this in guide class uh, and show people how to use these. And it was like we'd just have them stitch out a sample, and some people's would just look beautiful on the first try. And some people's, you'd see these stitches. Yeah. They wouldn't be blind. And then we'd move their guide a little bit, and they'd look great. So if you're going to because do Because it's about the bite of the yes, fabric. Yes, it's about the bite. So you need to what test. What the needle's biting. Yeah, you need to test. So this is a two-thread. Um, you'll use oh, like a... are those those who test and those who wish That's right, though. It's another reason podcast. So that's using like a flat lock stitch. Um, for the blind hem. Right. Okay. Now, let's just talk about the flat lock. Okay. By itself. Right. And I actually yesterday wore some underwear. Oh, did you? Your flat lock that, underwear? That I, that I made with this. Well, and the, the thing that's fun about that, or uh-huh. why that is a good stitch for that case, is you've got two layers of fabric basically lying on top of each other. And I saved this one for the last two thread because I think it's the most functional and it's the one we should talk about the most. Probably the one we use the most. You yeah. and I use the most anyway. So a flat lock is really cool. The reason it's called a flat lock is because the stitch ends up changing after you sew it. That's right. And instead of having the tiniest little flange on the inside of your garment being your right. seam allowance, right? Uh, you actually sew and then or you serge and then you open up the stitch and it lies flat. Right. So you're so so, your so you stitch with mm-hmm. the right sides together basically. No, the wrong well, I guess it depends on what Well, you stitch with same sides together, whatever I guess. Same sides together. Well, you know, I don't know how to say this. 
Okay, say you stitch with right sides together or you stitch with wrong sides together. Yes. Either way. Yes. Right. Yes, that's right. But when you pull, when you finish and you pull the stitch, you wind up with a right side against a wrong side. I see what you're saying. Do you saying see what I'm now. saying? Yes. That's what I was trying to describe. So within within the stitch, and it's right. a very small amount of fabric. So how you put, you know, one, just like you usually sew when you put a seam together, you know, the cut edges, they're, they're together, right? Uh-huh. They're lined up together, and you sew on it. But then when you finish, right, uh-huh. you pull this, and the one piece of fabric sort of unfolds and slides back under there. Yep. And you've got these the fabric is overlapping that's right so there's an underpiece and an overpiece and they're overlapping so but one, the stitches uh-huh. are basically wrapped around that that's right so one side of this stitch now if that makes no freaking sense to you don't worry about it it's hard to explain right <laughs> and but I, that's why it's called flat flat and locked yes because it's it's locked in this flat position i did a video on this in the yeah. self-sewn wardrobe group i yeah. put I, actually the underwear i made i made them on camera right so anyway one side of the stitch like let's say your your top side of the stitch okay it looks very overlocky right yes it looks yes. like the the uh the zigzaggy yes. serger stitch yes the other side looks like a ladder a ladder or, you know, just a bars. series of little dashes, little bars. Rungs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those, I I tried out the flat lock narrow and okay. the flat lock wide. I was doing this on double brushed poly with some maxi lock stretch thread. Uh-huh. And I was worried. I The, the reason I was trying out the wide and the narrow is because I thought the narrow would be best. In terms of not getting that toe catcher that you're talking about. Oh, okay. That long yeah, yeah. rung of the ladder. Sure. Um, but, you know, with that super stretchy fabric and the stretch thread, everything was laying together so it nicely. It lay, lays really flat. Right. And, and it was black DBP. And I used, like, purple right. in the looper. So, you, so that's the, the other thing I was going to yeah. say. You get a decorative quality yes. out of it. And when you were talking about right sides or wrong sides together, I guess this is what I was thinking of. It depends on what side... What side of the stitch you're using for the public side? That's right. So do you want the public to see the ladder? Or right. do you want them to see the overlock stitch? And either way, it's not – like you get to decide. Right, right. It, it won't – it doesn't really affect – And I mean, if it helps anybody I, – I hope this won't confuse anyone – but some of your ready-to-wear um, action wear mm-hmm. – um, Action wear. Action wear. <laughs> action wear, wear. Workout wear. Whatever you want to call it, will have a flat lock to it. Now it won't look just like this one on the home serger. Right. It's usually a more industrial t- uh, looking stitch. And it's called. It's not called a. Fl- it's called a. Uh, do they call it a cover lock or something? They call it. They might. Yes. It, what it does, so it doesn't look like a ladder on the other side. It looks. Like the overlock stitch right. on both they sides. They actually look the same on both sides. Yes. Now, that's an industrial machine, and you probably wouldn't want to purchase it. It's, you know, several million dollars or whatever and does one function. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but this is a way that you can get that look. Right. If you want to. Um, you, you, this is one way to get the look. I really liked it for my underwear. I'm not a big person who is like, oh, I hate, like, seam allowances. Yeah. Or I, I have a texture. Um, Noah made a bunch of underwear yeah yeah using it he he made underwear using the flat lock and right. said he really liked it and once again this is where 
we want to say you don't have to use four threads on your serger right. to get a good – To get a durable stitch. A functional, durable stitch. You know, when people talk about, oh, in kids', cl- in kids clothes, I always use a, a four thread. I don't know that it makes it any more durable, really. If the garment fits, there shouldn't be that much stress on the seam. And if kid's going to put stress on a seam by, you know, whatever, poking his foot through it or his knee or his butt or whatever, right? no, no seam is, is going to last. And I have my uh, – if you look in your kid's clothes – in their ready to wear, mm-hmm. it'll be put together with either one. Yeah, both ways. You never thread, know. You know, or sometimes both. Yes, like yes. you'll see that one seems put together one way and one the other. You know. But I've got you know Zelda and I run around in our uh, three thread leggings. Now I have not made two thread leggings. I haven't no, made no, flat no, lock no. leggings. I don't. I don't know that I would do that. I would I try know. it. I oh, would. flat lock maybe. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, I would, flat yeah. lock. Yes, yes. I would make flat lock leggings because I made those DBP undies and that seam on the side. It just is like, it's so yeah, nice. It's to cute. Just like, yes. And I, I like to just touch it myself and be like, look at this flat seam I made. Now, that being said, this flat lock, I don't think it works super well with more than two layers of fabric. I've depending... never done it on, on more than two. I, I haven't. Did Guys, I did it. Get ready to applaud. I did the crotch gusset oh, on yeah? a pair of underwear uh-huh. with this. It was a total pain in the so butt. So that was three layers, you're yes. saying? Right. And it was like, yeah, it was a total sure. pain in the butt. Um, and I definitely. But also, the double brush poly is a very lightweight fabric. Yeah. Now, it was du- so it was two layers of double brush poly, and, and then I used a knit, cotton. A cotton knit. Cotton knit. Yeah. Like and an interlock knit or something. You know how you were like, you got to decide which side you want to have the ladder and which side right. you want to have the surgery. Well, I totally like could not think about it. Well, here, here's <laughs> here's my thought. I'm not. Sh- I don't know if I'd want that stitching up against my body in my crotch area. So I don't know if I it would was, do that. Yeah, right. Because if you do it the right way, the the seam allowance is enclosed. Right. If you do it three, right, feet, right. You know. But I had the machine set up for this flat lock, so I was just going to give it to a see shot. What it, yeah, right. I also gave it a shot uh, attaching elastic. Uh huh. Okay. And I think it depends on the elastic, on okay. the thickness sure. of the elastic, and on how you want it. Um, so my verdict in using this to make some of my underwear was that I was like, well, I really liked it for the side seams. Yes. But it wasn't my favorite for everything else. So I didn't know if I was going to like switch my serger out a whole bunch. Right. To use this. Sure, sure. Which I guess is why it's one of the more obscure stitches because it's not used as often. Right. Now, I, you know, I, I should have asked Noah if he used it um, on like fabric waistband. So I, I did it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't did it on remember. a fabric waistband too. He was here with some of that. Yeah. Underwear. And I don't remember. And it just didn't, the, the flat lock seam didn't lay quite as flat. Right. And that was okay. Right. It was just like, oh, well, if I'm going to set this up for a three thread, I'll just three thread the. Everything, right, under, right, pair right, of underwear, right. you know, like I like I would normally. Well, and underwear, the seams are so short; it seems right. kind of ridiculous to keep switching back and forth. And I think that Amy asked this at one point. Um, oh, am I going to lose my train of thought here about the two thread? Oh, seam allowance. Uh-huh. She said, "Do you need to alter your seam allowance?" And I don't know. I think if you're working with a knit and 
it's like underwear or something, I I don't know how big of a difference it would make. Right. It would be a very, very small right. difference. It would be a small, especially in that. But, you know, I mean, you're right. It would be a very small difference. I, I think you just have to experiment to see if that particular garment made that much difference. Yeah, because what would happen is, let's pretend that you have your three-thread set um, for like a 3.5 millimeter stitch width. Okay. Okay. And so you, you stitch with your needle on the stitching line, cutting off seam allowance right. and overcasting right. seam allowance. Okay, so that's how you get the properly um, sized pattern. Now, with the two thread, it tells you to do, um, let's, where's two thread narrow? Oh, a width of 3.5 as well. You would get an extra seven millimeters right. if you had two side seams. Right, That that's it. I mean, your so garment not, would wind up larger. Yeah, so in this case, if you had two side seams on a pair of underwear, it would end up seven millimeters larger. That is... Not one centimeter larger. <laughs> no. That is less than half an right. inch. So I, I said, you know, I'm just not sure how big of a difference. Well, it, I, it I could. mean, it would honestly depend on the size of the underwear. Yes, so if yes. it's for a smaller person, that small difference might make a difference. Mm-hmm. If it's a larger size, it's probably negligible. Yeah, the, the ratio there right. is just, you know. So so keep that in mind. Oh my god, minute twenty three of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for a message break. Uh-oh. Okay, Mom, are you clear on what a Patreon is? I think so. Do you know what we're offering for our Patreon you contributors? Said you said different levels. What, what's a level have to do with anything? There are different levels. So oh, not like a level to level like your lumber or your wall or whatever. No nope. levels. Levels. Levels uh, at which you can contribute. So this is a way for our um, people who maybe don't buy sewing supplies from us or who live in a place where it's hard to ship sewing supplies. Yeah, because I know some of that shipping can get up there. That's right. And we always think it's great for you to support your local sewing stores Absolutely. as well. And so if you just think that we're a rollicking good time, the <laughs> Patreon is one way to support our media so we can keep making videos and keep Sam in bonbons and gilded pedicures. Okay? Gilded pedicures. So our first level is the $3 a month level. And like you said, some people... Pay more for coffee. That's right. Even though you don't drink coffee, so you nope. don't even you don't even know. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> for $3 a month, you're supporting So Here Media, and you're actually going to get a handwritten love note from, from? you. You're Me? Gonna, yeah. Oh, ha, ha. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get a handwritten love note um, after, after you pledge the $3 a month, and it'll be on a fun postcard. That you've designed that or I've designed. designed or somebody designed That's that, right. that works here and lives here. And then the next level is an eight dollar a month level, and you'll get a postcard, two okay. coffees, oh, two co- <laughs> two point six six coffees. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll get the postcard, but then you'll also get a special so porter keychain, ah, exclusive yes. to our so porters, and uh, that's the only way you can get it. That's the right. Just level. We're not gonna the the Patreon rewards are going to be exclusive to the Patreon okay. donors. Okay, and then our uh, highest level. Oh, these all have cute names like the straight stitch and the back stitch, and the highest level is the zigzag. Okay. Okay. So that's your favorite 
sewing term. stitch. Yeah. Oh, it's my absolute favorite. It's the only one and I ever use. This is an $18 a month pledge. And you'll get a love note. And you'll get a keychain. And you will also get access to a super secret private Facebook group where Ooh. you and I go live. Uh-oh. Uh, once a month, and we do rollicking fun things. Rollicking like you say. fun things, yes, yes. We'll do. We'll have lots of fun. It's going to be a little bit more produced than my live broadcast in the self sewn wardrobe. We're going to have a camera person here, so Sam. we'll have like some planned content. <laughs> yes, we'll have some planned content. We'll talk to you all. We'll answer questions. And since we'll have a camera person here, what that means is we can zoom in. We can we actually can respond to your questions in, in well, a better way, and we can zoom in on sewing machines on if what we're, we're doing, demoing right. the technique. And we can do that live too. Real camera shots, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we introduced the Patreon um, a little bit ago, and there are lots of people who contributed. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, and actually, the most popular level has been the zigzag. All right. <laughs> but any amount really helps us to uh, support the hosting fees, the equipment upkeep, um, pay our staff. Uh, and ourselves, and make more fun sewing media for Wait you. Wait a minute. You said you acted like I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> if enough people pledge to the Patreon, I could get paid we can too. start paying you. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, once again, go to SewHere.com slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Like you're a patron, but in the future or something. I see. Uh, and you can see the different levels there and you will get access to that Facebook group. Your What happens here is your card is charged at the first of the month uh-huh. and then you'll get access um, or you'll receive a notification that your reward has shipped. Okay. I see. And you can also choose to uh, contribute an, any amount of your choice. So if you're like, you know, all I got right now is $1 to throw at these ladies. Throw you it. You can do that, too. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sewhere.com slash Patreon. Thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. Sewing out loud. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. I can't believe we we talked for that long. Really? Now, you know some people are obsessed with serger stitches when they can talk for 23 minutes about two-thread. That's right. I I think if you have not listened to the Buttonhole podcast, that's another one where we go on for 45 minutes about something cray-cray. And Uh, it's a really – people really like that one, too. It's a good episode. It is. It is. Okay. I want to talk about combo stitches. Yeah. And what I mean by this is combination of chain and cover stitches with – 
overlock An overlock. Stitches. So what you're doing is you're making a chain stitch, which is the stitch that makes your seam. Yeah. And then you have an overlock on the edge, which is finishing your seam. And what it's doing is it's finishing two layers of fabric together at once. That's right. And so we're coming at this once again from the type of machine we use. We use an, a baby lock ovation. Mm -hmm. This is one of their eight thread sergers. And and when would you use eight threads? Yeah, when would you use eight threads? Probably you pr not You really don't. Often. It's the combo. That's right. It's not that you're going to use eight threads. That's right. It's like on a five thread serger. You know, do you use five threads on a serging stitch? You know, you do. Okay, but you only have that combo. Right, right. right. So we're going to get to that. So why there are eight threads, why it's called an eight thread serger, over on, over in overlock land, in serger land, you got two needles and two loopers, right? And that that's your traditional serger that a lot of people are really familiar with. Right. And then this machine is a combination machine. It has a cover stitch capability, which means that it has a cover looper or a cover and chain looper, and then it has three needles over in the cover and chain part, right? right? And so your, your possibilities for combinations here are not, – they're not endless, but well, I don't know how to do the math. It will sew with all eight threads. <laughs> yes, it will. It will sew with all eight threads, but it's like overkill. Yeah, so you would get a triple cover stitch right. and a four-thread overlock right. together if you did right. all thread, all and, eight and, threads. And, Talk about bulk. Yeah. You know, you don't. So the reason you have all of those eight threads is for position. Yep. So you're changing width and you're changing position. Seam and allowance. Right. And right. all that. So don't, I mean, I used to get kind of, it was always like the husband. Well, what does she need eight, eight threads. threads for? I'm like, what do you need 54 golf clubs for? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's position. Now, <laughs> now that's. Obviously, was not always the case. No, but, it wasn't. Um, what the the most common stitch that I use in this situation when I'm wanting to utilize mm -hmm. a combination stitch right. is what's called a five thread safety stitch. Okay. Okay. And so what it is is it's a three thread overlock. Right. Now I prefer the narrow. Me too. Of course, right? Of course. Don't, don't we? Don't we always? Less bulk. Okay, but technically, you could also use the wide. Right. Okay, that's three but threads. But you might get a toe catcher that's out of right. it. That's right. But isn't that three of our five threads? Yes, right? yes. Okay, and then use a chain stitch right. as well. And a chain stitch is a needle thread and the chain looper. That's right. So that's how we get five threads. Right. Now, on the ovation and the evolution and the evolve and the triumph, blah, 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 blah. There are three cover stitching needles. So there's three positions. That's right. It would be three different chain positions, or it can be a different width and or position of a cover stitch needle. Yeah. Okay. So Let's when you're using when you're using for, one yeah. needle, <laughs> it's a chain stitch. Yeah, so I could put my chain needle in position one, two, or three. Correct. Right? Now, to make my ginger jeans, yes. once I knew that they fit properly, like after I basted right. them together, this is the stitch that I used to do the inseam right. and the um, side seams. And 
What else? Did I, you know, I think I may have attached the waistband this way. With it also? I think maybe I told other people not to because it was a little much for them to Mm. handle the zipper with the serger and like, Right, I could do that. But. Do you know what I use it for? What my favorite thing is to use it for? No, I don't. Pillowcases. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, absolutely. Pillowcases. It just makes all the sense in the world. You get you get your your seam, and you get your um, your finishing. Your, your finishing, and they're together. Yes, you know they're not. So, they're not two. When people sometimes ask, does, do, can this eight-thread machine replace a sewing machine? And you know what's funny? You know what Linda Rainwater always says that I think is hilarious? She goes, Her name's well, not Linda Rainwater. Oh, Linda Pacini. Pacini. Uh, <laughs> what she says, she always, she's from Baby Lock. She always says, well, sure, you can chain stitch all your seams if you want to use up a whole bunch of extra thread right, instead right. of, you know, using well, your sewing I, machine. Well, I think, I think the other thing that I would say about this is a chain stitch machine, because of the way it's configured, it's not as easy to manipulate oh, fabric sure. under. Sure. So, so you know, that too. And it doesn't like have buttonholes. Well, right. Okay. Right. But it you're right. It doesn't, you know, yes, it, I mean, course. it chain stitches and that is what it does. So the chain stitch though, it will be nice and stable. And it's a bulkier, <clears throat> it is a bulkier, I mean, you can feel a chain stitch. A chain yeah. stitch. Yes. There's a ridge to a faint chain stitch where you don't feel that ridge in a lock stitch. So I loved this for the ginger jeans. It gave a really nice fold. I was, so I was, like you like you mentioned when you described this stitch, I was right. sewing, trimming seam allowances, right. and finishing seam right. allowances. It's really good for dog beds, too. Oh, yeah. Well, home deck in general, right? right? Home deck, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, seaming, cur- you know, curtains or drapes together. It is excellent. Now, if you don't want your seam allowances finished together... Maybe you want to allow for them to be, like, altered in the future or something like that. Right, right. <clears throat> this is not a good stitch. Right. Or if, or if you want that seam to, open. to lay open for a reason. But right. if you want to fold it over to one side and top stitch it, it's yep. the bomb. Or if it's inside your pillowcase. Yep. It's Perfect. the bomb. So the five-third safety stitch, though, I just want you guys to know that if you have one of these sergers at home that can do this, like, in your owner's manual or in your quick reference guide, whether it's baby lock or not, it might only show you one possibility for the five-thread safety stitch. It might show you your what does it do? Wait, you mean say one, one position, one position of the of the the chain needle, and probably a three-thread narrow or a three-thread wide. I'm not sure. Let's see. Oh, th- this shows chain stitch and three-thread wide. Does it here? Okay. Uh, on, on and this. and one reason I think it might show you three thread wide is because of what you had just said, home deck. Uh-huh. So that three thread wide would not be as loose over home deck fa- that and heavy it, home deck fabrics. And like no toe you, you'd have right, you'd have well, that's true, right? <laughs> unless you put your toes in your drapes. Yes. But you would have, um, say on home deck, say you would have a um, curtain. You might be sewing together a lining and a, and the curtain fabric, and they're they're pretty heavy. Yeah, they can yeah, be. Right. Yeah, so that would be appropriate there. Right. Okay, there's a place where we'd use the three thread wide. Everybody, there you go. And other than just just right. decorative, but just so you know, this has the chain stitch with the the chain needle in C three, and then the over- which is 
farthest to the right. Right. Yes. And then it has that three thread wide. So I just want you to know, you could have the chain needle in one and have the wide or the narrow. You could have the chain needle in two and have the wide or right. the narrow. You could have the chain needle in three and, and have the, the wide or the narrow. narrow. Just so you know, you should feel free to set up the machine. It It's not going to hurt Guess it. Guess what you could do. Oh, could you test? You could test. You could test. But when you're using, at least when you're using, um, you know, the baby locks, the ones that I'm the most right. familiar with, as long as you set the machine up properly for the chain stitch and then also properly for the overlock Correct. together, Correct. it's going to function. Correct. And you might want more of a seam allowance or something. And I can't, you know, I can't remember exactly what I did for the ginger jeans. I think I have it written down. But I did the three thread narrow and I can't remember which cover needle I which used. Which needle you used, yeah. But it was determined by me measuring over. And seeing if you had. Getting a certain seam allowance. Getting a certain seam allowance. So I was like, oh, I'm going to line up my raw edges with like this landmark. Right, right. And this is the easiest for me. Sure. And I want to cut off this much. Yep. And so you can always measure uh, how to, you know, and this is where your sewing gauge is. I I love to use a sewing gauge for this type of thing at the sewing machine. It's not just good for marking hems on your garments. So you're putting that sewing gauge basically under your presser foot. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you and know. lining a, a landmark up with your needle and seeing where you want to go. And I did. I was cutting some off, so it takes a little bit of thought. So there. the virus I had last week is now con- coming back <laughs> on my larynx. I know. We we we. How long we've we been talking about this now? <laughs> but the, long enough that I my voice is going. The combination actually, stitches, it's just like my Marlene Dietrich voice. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. That's the really, I don't know, I've never used a cover stitch with an overlock. I can't really think of why I would. Like, yeah, we're there's some silence here because we're just thinking. I, I, I really can't. I, I've never done it. I think it would be fun for decorative purposes. Well, you could do it for decorative. If You know, and I have played, and I there's a sample around here someplace in a box where I've done all those things. Right, and right. You, you can play with it, but... I don't know that that serves any particular function no. because the cover stitch is really wonderful for hemming and finishing. Right. It's not a seaming stitch necessarily. No. You know, so just just keep that in mind, but it can be fun. It, it can be a decorative stitch. Yes, it, it, it can be fun for that. So I would generally, in combo stitch land, when we talk about serger combination stitches, we're talking about marrying the chain stitch right. with an overlock stitch. And uh, I just love it. I absolutely can't get over how fast the jeans go together with now, that. back in utility. the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Tell me about it. And I think we might have this baby lock that's a million years old. It did a three-thread narrow and a chain stitch. And that's all it did. Uh-huh. That's what you had to sew with. Huh. <laughs> and it was called a serger. And that's what it was. That's what it was. Yes. But, you know, so you had this line of chain stitching and then you had the overlock stitching on the edge. And that was it. That's what you had. Right, right. Now, we're talking about chain stitch. And what I'd like everybody to know is the first sewing machines were chain stitch machines. The bobbin was, you know, a... a a later invention. Right. Yes. Right. On on the home sewing machine. So and and the chain stitch we're talking about on these like overlockers and stuff 
is different from those yes. original yes. machines. And you might see, uh, if you've ever seen like chain stitch art, yes, you know, that it's really intriguing uh, to look at. Absolutely beautiful, um, done by machine. So that's interesting to look at. We're talking about it, of course, here as a construction, you know, kind of thing. Right. And then let's just wrap this up by talking about the four different cover stitches that can be, that can exist on well, these machines. Well, I say there's five because there's positionally, there's a narrow stitch. No, I think I'm, no, I think four. There's two narrow stitches, there's a wide, and there's a three. Yes, but your narrow stitch can be in two different positions. I know, there are two narrows, there's a wide, and then there's a triple cover stitch, and that is four stitches. Is that four? Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's five. You're right, you're right. Yeah. It is. I've thought about that really hard, Mom. Sorry, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I'm so sorry. Hey, he's apologizing to me. Yeah. What time is it? Like, I don't so, okay. The cover stitches. Cover stitching... I don't know if I, I guess, here it is in Obscure Serger Stitch episode. I don't even know if that's really like what I'd call it. But just so y'all know, <laughs> you may have a cover stitch machine that doesn't have three needles like ours Yes, do, you, right? can have, okay. you can have a two, two thread. Just, just a, a two needle. I'm two sorry. Needle cover two needle cover stitch machine. And it usually is a chain stitch and then a cover stitch. <gasps> right. And you don't have... A choice on how wide that is. That's right. You know, that's preset by so, where the needle positions are. Yeah, the width of your cover stitch is is right. determined by how far apart your needles are, and that is right. not something that can move on most modern no, machines. No. Okay, so uh, not that I know of. So if you have three, then you can choose the two needles to the left. And no, the center and the left needle yes. are the center and the right needle. Th- that's a better way to put it. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Mom's back, guys. <laughs> Apologizing no more. Okay, so you can use the center and the left and the center and the right. You could use just the far left and far right needles. Correct. And that would make you a nice wide cover right. stitch. Um, and then you could use all three. Yeah, which is called a triple cover. And that can be fun. It can be pretty. It can help with, you know can be neat because you can, I mean, even if both sides are pretty, you can right. use a decorative thread in, you know, one or all or whatever. You can have your outside needles in one color and your center needle in another color. You can have all three different colors in your needles. So it can add a decorative element to a hem. And with all of these, you're only using one looper in cover right. stitch land, just so you know. Right. Uh, and I honestly, I sort of, some fabrics benefit from a wider hem yes or a narrow and some from a narrow hem the one nice thing about i think the three thread is sometimes it will flatten something out sure nice hold it down nicely yep. so yep. when i'm determining this most of the time when i hem like a t-shirt or a pair of pants or leggings or something i sort of use there's like a line on the bed of the machine right Several lines, yeah. You know, that's really easy to use. Or I even kind of use the edge of my foot. I was going to say, the, the feet, I'll have marks where the needles land. Right. Yeah. So if I use the edge of my foot, though, as the guide, then I'm like, okay, do I want my cover stitch here, here to the, the left right. or here to the right? And this sounds so hippy-dippy of me. So, so uh, you can tell how you do this. Whenever I'm messing around with a hem on a knit, I sort of just let it, like fold yep. on its own a yep. little bit and I'm yep. like oh this knit wants to have a 
half inch ham or yep, this yep. knit is talking to me and it likes oh my the gosh the fabric's talking to her where it's have i heard this before speaking to me you know so do you ever well, do that do you do well you and that? what i yeah i do okay is it like to fold you know it's like to fold up you know an inch or a half inch or, or what and and then there's two ways to address that in the fact that do am i going to cover stitch the edge of my fold up or am I going to go you know inside that hip and go back and trim right right so, so I, there, there's two ways to handle that I too. was making a this this is like such a good example for me I think because I made a raglan and the sleeves were um cotton lycra right okay and then the body of the raglan was double brush poly and the cotton lycra to do the sleeves I kind of just folded it over and it didn't fold over a ton for me. Right. You know, but then the DVP, I was like, oh, this could use a little bit more well, weight. Well, here's what you know? I, I noticed. The thinner the fabric, or it usually rolls more, too. Right. Like the, so the, the thinner or finer the fabric, I like to fold more up. That's exactly. Yes. And usually cut off. Where if I've got something, a knit with a little bit more meat to it, I can easily cover stitch and enclose that raw edge without going back and trimming. Now, just so you all know, we have a really good video about how to finish a cover stitch in the round. Yep. Okay. And it's about how to get your needle threads to the back without using hand sewing needles. Correct. And so that's on the blog. It's on It's on our site. You know, you just search for cover stitch in the round. But if you're ever going to apply the cover stitch in a backwards manner. You don't have to do that. Yeah, so that the looper is on top. So, right, so what we're talking about, <laughs> the looper side is uh, is your public side, and I use that a ton in hemming. Yeah. T-shirts, and what I do is I like to put a decorative thread in that looper. Yeah. And because it's a looper, I can put a thicker non-needle thread. Put whatever you want there. Right, I can put something that, you know, passes through the looper that wouldn't pass through a needle, and I can get a heavier look on there. Okay, so what I've been putting in my cover stitch loopers a ton is that it's called, like, Bright Turquoise Maxi Lock Stretch. Yeah. And I love this color thread so much. I know. I've put it on everything. It's every, it just goes with everything. Um, And the, the purple color, too. Yeah. Like, their orchid or whatever. I love purple, it. Purple's a neutral. Yes, exactly. So it's Bright turquoise. Um, so using that thread as my looper thread, I've had a ton of fun recently. Um, I did it on black. I did it on this print. You know, I think it was the year that you were in Europe when you were in college that I started that. Um, I kept telling everybody purple was a neutral, and we'd have a class, and I would make all these people use these purple threads on things <laughs> that weren't purple, and I got everybody like hooked on on using, you know, threads that didn't match the fabric. Yeah, we talked about that today during yeah. the live broadcast, too. Um, so anyway, that is, uh, that's a little rundown of some of your less off, less frequently used serger stitches. I'm telling you, it's the best pillowcase stitch in the world. Now, that five-thread safety stitch, if anybody ever wonders, why would I want a combo machine? Right. You know, uh, because that's a big sort of question when you're looking at sergers yeah you know here's my ideal situation i have a serger and i have a combo machine yep and i cannot think of a better situation and i know not everybody wants that desires that needs that or can afford that whatever may be their circumstance but the you know the day that the evolve baby like evolve came out 
I bought it, and someone said, so can I buy your Imagine? And I said, no. Hell no. <laughs> no. You know, and I have upgraded both of those machines since then. Um, now we have a um, Ovation and... And Enlighten. And en- Enlighten, and I need both of them. And it's just a just a crummy Ovation. It's not a Triumph, you know. So not- <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty happy right now. Like, um, I haven't got the triumph fever, so I, I yeah, I, I'm, I really love our ovation. It's, There's something to be said about having a machine and knowing it. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I can do everything in the world to that machine. So that being said, if you come across a, you know, an ovation trade in or something, jump on it. Yeah, jump on any uh, yeah. of those that are being traded Absolutely. in at those dealers. No, but um so if you if you're thinking about a combo machine, this is one reason like it's not just about space or like let's pretend you had like all the money in the world or something, right. but you could only get one machine. Well, maybe, I'd have the ovation. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. you'd maybe you'd want that, but people will often say, "Oh, I don't want to switch between cover stitch and surging." I can understand where that is coming from, but you'll never get the chance to do well, combo Well, I can understand that in any other machine other than a baby lock, but a baby lock is so easy to switch. Pretty darn easy. I mean, it really is. Yeah, pretty, pretty. I mean, it does take some time. Right. you got to change the needle. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, it does. But it. the other thing, not only, it takes a little bit of time, but guess what? You know it's going to work. Well. You know, you're not going to be futzing with the tensions and all that. But I think people don't understand that they're missing out on some stitches when they don't get a combo machine. Right. Is, right. Is yes, of, you are. That's the point that I wanted to right. make with that. You, you you can't finish and, you know, seam. make that seam at the same time. Right. So there's just another, like, thing to throw into your uh, decision-making process to confuse you and uh, whatnot as you go forward. Okay, well, I think we did a good job talking about surgery stitches. I could talk about this all day. Well, I can't because my I'm losing my voice. Well, that's true. Um, I think I think it might be bedtime. So. I'm gonna say like so long and so you're not so gonna hear that. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, you can find us on Instagram. We're ZD Sewing Studio. Um, I'm also the self sewn wardrobe. I actually I have a new Instagram. Because I got jealous of your personal Instagram. So I'm starting a personal blog. Yes, called, I know. Yeah, do you know? Have I talked about it's, it? Your dad named it. Yeah. Um. So my dad used to call me Maloicious. No, your dad still, still calls, calls you Maloicious. He has a name for everyone. Now, like that. Maloicious. Do, do you know how to spell Maloicious? Well, no, I, but you don't either. <laughs> right. Give me a second. It's M A L O Y S I. O-U-S. That's how you spell Maloicious. So it's Aloicious with an M on the front. Wait, wait. Is there a W in it? No, there's no W. You think it has a W in it and doesn't. Right. The Maloicious. traditional spelling of Aloicious does not have a W in it. I see. It's, yeah, because it's, the it's real, Aloicious. Yeah, it's right. a real like, you right. know, it's a Saint Aloicious, whatever right. he did. I can't remember. Um, okay, so you can find us all on Instagram. It's like you're a bad Aloicious because <laughs> yes. it's Maloicious. That's right. Uh, you can. It's email. like you can't ever name Mom. your clothes malware. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can email me at Mallory at Sawyer.com and uh, take it away, Mom. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. 
But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 